0: what's going on guys on today's episode of all things reconsidered me and joey begin a tournament of champions of bible-based characters we talk about rapture watch and get you ready rapture ready and we talk about a big topic creationism and why a little creationism doesn't really matter Hello, and welcome again <laughs> then. to the All Things Are Considered podcast. Not I am again, one sorry. half of the show, Brandon. Hey, I'm Joey. And he's the other half. Um, update. Terrible start. Still not experts at any of this, theology, nor podcasting, but we're glad that you've stuck around for episode five. You didn't get your PhD over the weekend? I've not gotten my podcast PhD. <laughs> well,
1: I was talking about theology, but that would work that too. Either. We're neither of those things. So that's okay. But we're glad that you're along for the ride. Yeah. You know, I don't think people expect us to be experts. I think people understand that we're just two, two guys, guys on the internet. Yeah. On the internet. We're just sitting in my office, you know, yeah. and talking about stuff that we're learning. And that's what, you know, that, that's, what that's, that's what we're offering. And I think some people like that.
0: And you guys have come on this journey with us. And for that, we are grateful. So, Joey, what, uh, what's going on with you, bub? Well,
1: uh, it's been an interesting week for a lot of reasons. I've been, I was at the beach for a little while. You might still see my face is pretty burnt.
0: Like that little spot <laughs> yeah. on his chin.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's been bad. I was pretty badly burnt. But uh, other than that, it was a fun weekend at the beach. But it's funny. I got a message that I wanted to tell you about okay. uh, from someone on my TikTok. <laughs> All right. That, um, and this is the second time this has happened. But I'm sitting there on the beach. Just trying to have a good relaxing time reading a Brian Zond
0: book. Okay, yep, yeah, as you do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's Beach and Zond. You know, how, you can't go wrong. Um, so.
0: You have Netflix and chill. I mean, you have Beach and <laughs> Beach Zond. Beach
1: and Zond, exactly. Um, so I get this message on TikTok. Somebody somebody said, hey, I looked up, I was looking you up on YouTube uh-huh. to find All Things Reconsidered, and I found this video. They're like, diss you? And <laughs> they you. linked to. Uh, Something that I was, for the longest time, unaware was still on the internet, and I'm a little embarrassed by it. All right. So... Uh, I, I can't even show it to you here. I mean, I can show you, but we won't be able to put it on the on the okay. video because right. we we'll get copyright strike probably immediately when we do the audio version. Yeah, it'd be bad. But basically, there's this video out there. Okay. If you type in my name, where <laughs> <laughs> it's from when I was 13 years old, <laughs> and uh, it's I, I'm 13. I'm pretty sure I had braces. I, I you know. It's
0: oh terrible. yeah, the whole thing. And, like... and I'm with
1: my I'm with my older sister, and we are lip syncing to a DC talk song, <laughs> <laughs> but not just any DC talk song. It's the uh, true DC talk. Fans will know that there's a hidden deep track on the D C Talk album where it's called Jesus Freak Reprise and it's like a it's Ooh. like a joke song. It's like it's like the chorus of Jesus Freak. But but is
0: Jesus Freak not just a joke song in general?
1: <laughs> hey. Now that's I'm that's sorry. crossing that, the line. That was, that was Look, I may be deconstructing a lot of things, but I will always like to <laughs> like Jesus Freak. <laughs> that's my jam forever. Now, uh, but really uh it's a joke song where they're singing in like a, a bar or something, sure. and it's like someone with a goofy voice. I don't know if it's any one of the three guys or if it's somebody else. I don't know. And there's like saxophone. Right. It's like it's just supposed to be silly, and so we're lip syncing to that. And my sister is like dancing, <laughs> and I'm going for it, and it's super embarrassing. I look, I'm 13, but I look like I'm eight. Oh yeah. Um. And right now, you know, I'm 28, and I look like I'm 13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they text me that, and I'm like. I had no idea this was still out there.
0: This is scary. this is the scary thing about the internet. Yeah,
1: I don't know what to do. And so I'm curious. Um, do you think there's anything of you out there that people could find? Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, get to looking. I know for a fact. <laughs> find, find out what you can find about Brandon McAlpine.
0: There's, like... I'm sure there's, like, YouTube videos or, like, deep in the archives of my old church. Yeah. Like, videos of me from church dance team and drama teams. Ooh, oh, Brandon yeah. dancing. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun to find. But, like, it's not even... Most of them aren't even me dancing. They're me, like, you know, acting as much as, like, you know, Christian uh, drama teams acted. But was definitely Jesus for a song. You were Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Revelation song drama, baby. Nice. Calmed that sea.
1: Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. I was in some drama team stuff, too. It's hilarious. It's not all what we wanted to talk about, but it's really funny (laughs) if people (laughs) want to come along with us. Because (laughs) I I was in a, a drama that was, well, any good church dramas of the 2000s. Yep knew about casting crowns oh yeah casting crowns made their music with youth group drama kids in mind oh like like they they just knew Uh we gotta make something for the drama kids (laughs) I remember we did one where Jesus walking across the water Uh and to get that water effect they had us lay on our back under a blue (laughs) sheet and then go like this with our hands to make but like you could tell it's just a bunch
0: of kids under a bed sheet Ah! (laughs) it's like like instead of like creating waves it looks like you're drowning
1: (laughs) So we're just under this bed sheet going like this to make waves, and they had Jesus walk across our stomachs, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, just tense your abs. I'm like, I'm 14. I don't have abs. <laughs> and so they oh, stepping no. on us. Yeah, that was the weirdest drama I was in. Another time I was a demon.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, that was fun. Being the demon in a drama is, yeah. like, the most fun job.
0: I, um i think i was a demon one time because yeah. we were doing a uh drama where like the demons and whatnot were mm-hmm. trying to get people yeah That's what they do, man? so they, they get like get like, <laughs> like this chick like is about to commit like suicide or whatever or she like dig drugs mm-hmm. and so like the demons kind of like drag her off the stage and I got to be a demon one time we did that. Nice. And it's fun because I'm like, yeah, I'm the bad guy. Yeah, it's
1: it's fun. I got to wear this big robe, like black robe and like a mask over my face. And I was just yeah. like seven people. Nice. And then there's like that one kid in the youth group who's like, you know, kind of a bad kid. The parents send to church hoping they'll get straight. Right, right. You know, there's usually it's like full of Christian kids. We're like, yeah. you know, little Christian kids and they never even cuss. And they, yeah. they, they're just perfect. Right. But then there's that one bad kid that the parents are like, he's got issues. He's the <laughs> movie all the time. Please yeah. fix him. Yeah. So we had one of those kids. Um, it, you know bless him but we had one of those kids in there and I'm the demon so I'm shoving people as <laughs> you're supposed to but yeah. I shoved this kid who was not into being oh, shoved
0: please, wait, oh. and
1: he put me up against the wall <laughs> in the middle of rehearsal
0: <laughs> okay so it's a rehearsal it wasn't yeah, like um, a live one oh, that would man. be hilarious would awesome. if it was live <laughs> Oh good he times. just sizes you up
1: good times, but you know what anyway, I just want to say if you've seen that video of me and we'll put it in the link in the description yeah, so now you have to see it absolutely. and it's embarrassing this is this is oh, my, I'm so excited to see it. this is my <laughs> moment of facing true embarrassment, and I just want to say um, all things
0: were considered exposed
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exposed. I feel like I need to do an apology video <laughs> yeah, like uh you know guys um we're sorry something from my past has come to light, and uh, I'm not proud of it
0: um. I wish I would have known about it personally mm-hmm. um, not before it. starting this endeavor with Joey, but you know we're we're crossing these bridges as we get to them.
1: Yes, and I want you guys to have grace for me and understand that I'm not a perfect person. Yeah, but I'm growing.
0: Yep, and so.
1: I did get those braces off, although I really should get them back because my teeth are still jagged. I hate to see it. It
0: is what it is. I mean, if anybody wants to sponsor us, that does like those like. Invisaligners, Invisalign <laughs> just
1: to fix my teeth. <laughs> well, I would take it. Okay, let's go ahead and move on. Let's, let's get into this. Let's yeah, get yeah. into
0: today's episode. So today we are excited to announce a new segment uh, on the All Things Reconsidered podcast. Joey, yes. tell the people.
1: Well, I, I, I wanted to talk about uh, a lot of different um, Christian things that you have not been exposed to. Sure. So one of these characters that I want to show you is Bible Man. Um, But then I started getting the idea to turn this into something bigger than just Bible Man. Sure. Uh, So quick shout out to TikToker Demi Druid. Um, She's been making these hilarious TikToks about creationism. Yeah. she did these about Bible Man. That gave me the idea. Like, I got to show Brandon Bible Man. Yeah. Um, So so (laughs) I've been loving those videos. And I'm going to show you some of those same clips that she used. Okay, yes. But here's the big thing. We are doing a tournament that we're going to be uh, continuing on each episode until the the, the finale, uh, and this is going to be a tournament of different uh, Bible-related characters, Christian TV show characters, and other prominent people. Yeah, and a and a fight to the death.
0: I'm excited about this. Okay. I don't know too much about like biblical like characters. Well, mm-hmm. like we always say, biblical characters talking like Peter and Mark like I, I know those ones, but like bible-based like kids tv show characters yeah like so like i've heard the name bible man obviously at this point in my christian walk i've never once watched any bible man content though well that is very
1: and there are people
0: here that i'm like i i don't have any (laughs) idea what's going on
1: now like i said we're gonna have to do one of these fights per episode until the finale and in each one, I'm going to have to take time to show him these characters. I don't know who they are. Yeah. So he can't, like, he, he doesn't know Gizmo. I got to show him no. videos about Gizmo. Um, <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. What we have here, just to run through them quickly, we have Bible Man, of yeah. course, uh, with his lightsaber of the spirit. Yeah. This little okay. guy here is Gizmo.
0: He is... He looks like a crusader. He is. Oh!
1: <laughs> he is... He's called a crusade robot. Oh! Yeah, which is weird oh. that we'd be using the crusades as like a, a thing to... Oh. Well, I don't want yep. to get that. Yep, Down below we have my favorite characters from VeggieTales, the French peas. Their names are Jean-Claude and um, Philippe. Philippe. Uh nah-huh. and uh we'll get into them.
0: They, that's gonna be another episode. Initial but... thought is they look like the two guardsmen from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... no
1: no no. This scene has some. Your mother was a hamster,
0: your yeah.
1: You cannot tell me that they did not think <laughs> of that when they made this because it's they're guarding a wall just like those yeah. guys Monty Python. They're guarding a city and yeah. they're French and they they're <laughs> you know, hilarious. They absolutely thought
0: that. I fought in your general direction. <laughs> well,
1: they're going to fight. They're going to fight against all three members of DC Talk in their prime. That's a tough. That's a tough. Fight. It's a tough okay. fight. Yeah. A tough matchup. Over here we have this horrifying creature. His name is Salty. Oh. Yeah, my fellow exvangelicals can back me up. This guy was creepy. Yeah. Um. That is a. I don't trust that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that. He's going to fight an equally creepy uh, Bible-related <laughs> character. It's, Ken- it's Kenneth Copeland. Not just Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland riding in an airplane. With his plane. Yes. Because you got to give him something to fight with. I like thing. that
0: jacket, though.
1: Oh, it's a sick jacket, for sure. But that's Kenneth Copeland okay, in an airplane. Yep. Below that, we have McGee from McGee and Me, which was a focus on the family TV series.
0: Um, Is McGee and Me supposed to be like Mr. Magoo?
1: That's a good question.
0: It sounds I, too, it sounds it's, too it's, close. I'm sorry. Not,
1: not, he's a cartoon. Well,
0: well, okay. Yep. Yep. Yep, sorry, yep. Yep. Yep.
1: And over there, down below that is the glab Gallup Gallup, whatever. I don't know how to say his name, but he's a freaking age. That is but, so scary. Yeah. We're not going to, well, I'll let you just, I'll let you just imagine what that is.
0: That looks like one of those like terrible animations that like crop up on YouTube when you get into mm. that part of the internet. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> well, you're not wrong, uh, but that's going to be a future one today. Okay. We are doing this first bracket Bible man versus
0: gizmo. Gizmo the Robotic Crusader.
1: Yeah, Gizmo the, the Crusade Robot from the classic uh, sh- show series called Superbook.
0: All right. Uh, so give me the rundown of these two contestants.
1: All righty. So, so we'll, let's start with Bible Man. Yeah. Uh, Bible man is a guy, I can't, his name is Miles B. Peterson. Okay. And he, like, had it all. He was successful, Uh and he was, I guess, a businessman, I don't know, he was wealthy, and then one day he gets, I I don't really know what happens that makes him so sad, but, like, he's he's crying in the rain, and he's depressed, and he finds a Bible, like, well, you know what, let's just show you. So,
0: like this is like a batman origin story yeah
1: well this first clip that i'm going to show you is his origin oh nice okay yeah. um it, it, it's from i think a theme song it's been so long since i've sat down and watched a, full peterson,
0: episode. a man who had it all well like the little money clip success, yeah. <laughs> success shows a watch something was like. <laughs> in the briefcase
1: <laughs> he's <laughs> so crazy he looks like he
0: looks like the assistant from people. Willy wonka and the chocolate factory yeah, like in the very Miles beginning peterson I love how he didn't just throw the briefcase he opened wait to he took sure off everything. his jacket like he was in the process of taking off his jacket when he fell look at this he's just like, grabbing the earth and screaming Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, bible there's a real book there's it. a real Did book of Mormon feel bible going on here last, miles peterson felt the burning desire to know God inspired miles pledged to fight evil in the name of God as bible man <laughs> yes <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I like how like does he, he have an Alfred character in his life?
1: Um, he has a talking computer. All right, that's that kind of helps him with stuff. And he has a sidekick. So um, kind of like Batman meets Power Rangers, almost. Yeah, it does have a very Power Rangers feel to it. There's also a Star it's Wars a feel because of the um because of the the lightsabers. Yeah. Now the funny thing to me is oh, oh yeah the funny thing to me is that when they show his moment of desperation is just him like crying into mud it's not like they don't like <laughs> yeah. explain like oh his i don't know his family died or like he lost all his money or something it's just he was he screaming. didn't close on a
0: sale yeah <laughs> I get it. I and feel you, like, man. Like,
1: screaming into the mud and then finds the Bible.
0: Hey, let's be honest. The only thing it really takes sometimes is being like a Tuesday. Well, Bible <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a. Some, sometimes, man. I've been there on like, you know, mm-hmm. Thursdays. Like, I want the weekend to be here so bad. And so bad. You throw up in a ball of dirt.
1: No, what you do is you open up your briefcase, throw everything out <laughs> into the rain, and then like grab at the earth like he did and scream. Um, okay, so some of his uh, things that are his strengths. Okay, he has the sword of the spirit, which in this case is Ooh. the lightsaber of the right. spirit. Yep. Um, also, he only fights two types of enemies: demons and oh. robots. Oh, because wait. he's a man of God, he doesn't fight real people. Wait. He doesn't fight humans. He, he he only fights demonic entities and robots. But that's perfect because Gizmo <laughs> is a robot. You
0: want to know what that is, right there? <laughs> that is like, <laughs> that's like in Fortnite. Where you don't mm. kill anybody, like there's no blood, mm-hmm. or like in mm-hmm. like fighting games where you knock the person out, like Super yeah. Smash Bros. Yeah, or Pokemon, like you yeah. don't kill anybody. So like he's not killing anyone. No, they're just he's killing, killing the robots. demons and <laughs> robots. Like that is such a great way to censor. Like, yeah, Man's, like murdering people. Yeah, well, he's no he might, he might have demons a demons and
1: robots. He might have a have a good chance against Gizmo because he has experience with the robots.
0: Yeah, and so if he's uh, it makes sense. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let me show you this clip. This okay.
1: is him putting on the full armor of god
0: amen now this is what i call dressing for success
1: why is he in like a like a like Waste a
0: doctor's coat of yeah.
1: <laughs> the turd <laughs> <laughs> the dirt. <laughs> Okay. Field, why is the shield of faith like like his, like, More body in his thighs yeah. And don't forget The codpiece of holiness Full armor sequence <laughs> complete.
0: And the sword of the spirit <laughs> Cypher <laughs> Do I look okay to you?
1: Yeah, you look like a superhero Which is what you are Why? Oh, uh. Insecure. No reason. Eunice, I'll take the tunnel bike. Track me.
0: Like, this guy, like... So, So yeah, why does he ask him to well, look okay? The insecurity there, he's, <laughs> he's like, still... so... <sighs> does this suit make my butt look big? Yeah. Like,
1: is it too much? Hey, at least he could turn his head more than uh than Michael Keaton's Batman. Could. That's true. Like, uh, he, he... I mean, he had a full, full look at him, not... Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I just I just love the suit. So he actually has multiple suits. That might be a problem for Gizmo. Because oh. if you destroy one suit, he, throughout the series, he has many more. Like, he has a sick, like, silver and black one. Dude, I'm telling you,
0: he's like, he is the Christian cinematic universe's
1: Batman. <laughs> and I'm telling you, he could have taken care of Thanos no problem. So, Obviously. So, although he has the Sword of the Spirit, he never actually really defeats his enemies with them. He uses it for, like, fight scenes, but then when it comes down to it, he always wins by quoting scripture.
0: Which I mean, it's Bible man. So I mean, the sword of the spirit is the Bible. Everybody knows that. Well, yeah, but
1: he doesn't. He doesn't like kill people with. See, that's unfortunate. Yeah, they. Well, you know, but
0: they they quote scripture like Batman. He doesn't kill. Exactly, his one rule. His exactly. One rule.
1: Um, now I'm saving this one in case uh, in case he wins. That's gonna okay. be his victory video. Oh, nice. So let me show you now the other person in this bracket, which is Gizmo. He comes from this anime classic Superbook. Okay, this was d- produced developed in Japan, um,
0: and it was so it's an actual anime. It's an actual
1: anime. yeah. Nice. and it's from the '80s, uh, late '80s. This was the only anime that Christian kids were allowed to watch because okay. i have experience with this we were not allowed to watch anime if i'm surprised came... you're allowed
0: to watch it because it came from japan
1: i know well it was distributed by um christian broadcasting and ah. uh like folks on the family i think uh so it was like it was okay but sure. like other than this if it came from japan i was not allowed to watch it so dragon ball z pokemon i couldn't get into any of it they didn't... no one could even tell me adequately why like Pokemon they would say, oh well it's monsters and it's evolution.
0: They don't have the answer to that question. Well yes,
1: so with Pokemon they say it's Monsters Evolution. With Dragon Ball Z and with like Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm like, guys, Yu-Gi-Oh! is kids playing a card game. Right. There was no excuse. It was just it's from Japan, so we're gonna call it evil. Yeah, well, I that's what I had to deal with. Let me know in the comments if you were raised evangelical and were not allowed to watch anime for weirdly maybe racist reasons the reason
0: why like if you if they had like a specific reason why we'd love to hear them
1: so in this in this show um we have these kids who stumble upon a magical uh bible that talks um not to be confused with salty he has no face or any he can't move he's just there's a voice the bible like pulls them in love the art style though yes yes so the bible pulls them into the bible stories to kind of show them what's up sure and so Gizmo is this robot toy. For some reason, when the Bible sucks them in, it takes his little toy robot with him. And then in this Bible story, he's, he can come to life. Oh. So I'll show you this clip real quick.
0: He straight up looks like a crusader. I think I remember a blinding light. I know, it was Super Bowl. Right. We must be in the Garden of Eden. Hello, hello. I am here. Hmm? <gasps> it's Gizmo, my crusader robot. But he's so big. A miracle, a miracle, but I'm very sad. you need to
1: talk now? Miracles never cease, never cease. I used to think a lot, but nobody heard my thoughts. Now I. I used to think a lot, but nobody heard my thoughts. Sir, that is normal. So this is a human sentient ma- robot. Well, yes, but like I, I, love that. I used to think a lot, but nobody heard my thoughts. That is, that is life. Nobody that's
0: a summation. of... N- nobody can hear your thoughts. That's correct. not. That's not anything special. <laughs> Immediately. Wait. see you still have to work like the the key.
1: You still have to wind him. He has to be wound up every few minutes.
0: Oh my god! No, he's getting left. He is getting left behind. Yeah. If you're gonna spend time doing crap like that, you ain't wind it back up.
1: Well, he's a little lame, but he does have a few good things about him. So, like, later in the episode... What is this? Wait, hold up! Well, it's the Adam and Eve story, so... There's
0: nudity! Well, yes.
1: Wait, no, they do not
0: have a red-headed Adam.
1: Look, I don't want you to see too much of this because we're going to react to this episode uh, later on. If look in-
0: forward to that video, everybody, because I'm going to have some things to say.
1: Uh, but I want to show you uh, – there's this important part to, to show you Gizmo's abilities um, at some point in this where Gizmo is able to launch a rocket out of his head. Oh,
0: my God. Right here. Right here. Don't eat
1: my spring. I'm running down my signal Chris.
0: See? He shot a little flare. Yeah. He could weaponize that one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, don't look at that. That's for later. So,
1: uh, okay. we're going to react to this whole episode. But the yep. point is, that's Gizmo. Okay. He is a crusade robot. All he right. gives lots of uh, what sounds like wisdom, but if you think about it, it, really isn't that wise. Sure. He needs to be wound up every few minutes. Yep. Um, he can, can shoot, shoot a, a, flare, a out flare out of his of head. The, yeah, out of his head. And he has other abilities, too, in other episodes. that shows him doing other crusades. Yeah, sure. Things. Okay. Um, so, he's basically just your average robot. But, um, you know. Now
0: obviously Bible man wins this
1: fight. Well, you're right? so quick to say that, but I want to let you know, like, like this is a robot that was brought to life by the Bible. So, I mean, he's got to
0: have but arguably Bible man is a superhero that was brought to life by the Bible. Yeah.
1: This might not be a fair fight. i like, be
0: honest. I mean, he has experience fighting robots mm-hmm. and defeating them. I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a laser sword. Yeah. And, Listen, those kids are going to walk in, wind up old Gizmo, Mm -hmm. and be like, go fight this guy. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to run out of wine. And what mans going to be like... Oh, I should make this a fair fight. Wind him back up and then <laughs> proceed to beat on him. No, my way is going to like capture him and like put his little his little robot assistant's but, consciousness in Gizmo and make him a sidekick.
1: Well, I'll be honest I, with you. I'll that's be the honest.
0: Gizmo is going to be Boba new sidekick.
1: I love it. I'll be honest with you. Gizmo may not be ready for this fight, but I put him in here because I have nostalgia for this show. Yeah. Uh, this show was pretty fun to be honest as a kid. It's going to be really funny to look at together because it's going to be hysterical now as, as adults to look back on. Yeah so look out for that video guys we're gonna be reacting to this whole episode this first episode of superbook it's gonna be something and it's gonna be great okay so overall who wins this first fight
0: I I mean I got a call for Bible man all right he's got a laser sword in that case of the
1: spirit we're going to celebrate with this nice little video oh god from Bible man the first episode where he fights the shadow of doubt oh amen <laughs> who breaks out into this wonderful song me. yep is that Shadow of Doubt? That's Shadow That's of Doubt. That's Riddler is who that is. With the green cane and the Ooh, He's got what? his background dances coming up. Is this... Uh-huh.
0: Shadow of uh-huh. Doubt.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man. I think, oh, these... I'm
1: I think these guys ended up on Rays. That's a joke about. Look
0: at that. The... So one of those people grew up to become left shark. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> yeah. I gotta say the choreography is not near. It's like, pretty solid. Well, it's it's fine, but like I've seen better from Carmen videos. That's true, but look at that little jig. It's not bad. Oh, okay. Well, not, like, that, that 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 sucks. That was like a Fortnite thing yeah. for Fortnite. Oh yeah. So I think that gets you the idea.
0: Yeah, actually. that's that should give you a clear picture. So was there things. like a musical break in every episode? Yes. Oh
1: my. Yes, God. there was. Usually the villains had a song.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, because um, music is evil.
1: Well, yeah, of course. So that's Bible Man. Uh, what, what do you what do you think about Bible Man? This is what we had instead of good shows. I, <laughs> instead of what, I'm constantly like instead f- of Dragon Ball Z, I wasn't allowed to watch that, but I had Bible Man and and Superbook. <laughs> I'm
0: constantly feeling like I have to apologize. <laughs> that this is what you had to watch (laughs) it's like it's so not good And like what's funny to me is people know that that's not good Mm -hmm. like you can Mm -hmm. watch a marvel movie and then watch that and be like okay this obviously isn't good you can watch like the batman animated adventure and then watch that yeah be like this isn't quality content and like it frustrates me because i'm like doesn't God deserve better than that? <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. So, he beats out Gizmo. He beats out Gizmo, yeah. We're, we're going to move Bible Man forward.
1: Alrighty, righty. Uh, Brandon, would you like to kick us off on our next segment?
0: Yeah, so our next segment is something that I'm very excited about. Um, I believe that it's a very important segment for the day and age that we're in. Mm-hmm. Rapture Watch.
1: Rapture Watch.
0: This is going to be our <laughs> breakdown. Our breakdown of the rapture index don't look at my screen yet and okay. knowing how rapture ready we are in mm-hmm. the world is uh every day yes. like this yes. is going to this is going to be a this is going to be a staple mm-hmm. of all things considered is letting the people know how far like how close we are to the rapture yeah we we are very close and we need to be prepared so we need to be watching watchmen mm-hmm. on on just watchmen on duty. Yes, exactly. At all, tracking times. the rapture
1: today on Rapture Watch. We have a lot to cover. There's been some crazy things in the there news has. lately that have been stark and have been pointing to the soon coming uh, arrival of the Lord.
0: He's gonna be here any minute. Absolutely, the any great minute.
1: yeeting of the church could happen any day now. <laughs> uh So, Brandon, I want to show you. <laughs> um, I <laughs> I want to show you raptureready.com oh. is our primary source for this content. Raptureready.com, check it out. These guys are doing the Lord's work of preparing us for yeah. the arrival of Jesus when he comes with a sword in his mouth, but we're going to pretend that it's in his hands and ah. that he kills people with it. Yeah, with his mouth sword is coming for you if you're not ready. That's why we go to raptureready.com. So, right right what away, this? let's Let's go ahead and oh, you have it up too. I do. So, so let me explain. If you look up here, the okay. rapture index, he literally says, Yeah, um, the he literally says that you could say the rapture index is a Dow Jones industrial <laughs> average of end time activity. So, we have for you the Dow Jones Industrial Average of End Time Activity. He ranks all these different situations, including things from
0: anti Semitism to uh, false Christ.
1: False Christ to King of the
0: East. Oil supply slash price.
1: Really? That's not here. That that is a factor. He has 45 interest rates. (laughs) he has 45 different factors that each get a ranking between one and five. Interest rates are on the rise.
0: And so is the chances of the rapture.
1: So right now we have Mark of the beast at a solid five. I'm sure that's because of the COVID vaccine.
0: Hold up. We have to check out the, okay. So they have records on here. The all time high rapture index number has been a 189, and that was October 10th of 2016. Yeah. So we've gone down a little bit We have what do we the rational likelihood. But the all-time low was a 58 on December 12th of 1993.
1: 93 was a peaceful year, so, I guess. No, yep. no prophetic activity in 93. So I want to show you real quick and okay, scroll yep. back up right here uh, ah. where the rankings end up. 100 below <laughs> is slow prophetic activity. Okay. 100 to 130, moderate prophetic activity. 130 160 is high prophetic activity. And above 160 is... Fasten your seatbelts. Fasten your seatbelts. We seat are belt. right now at the one... good old
0: gospel train <laughs> is on the choo choo track.
1: If you want to get out of here, one eighty eight is our current rake, which is only one below the all time high. So, guys, we are really and here is
0: what blows my mind too. Why don't you know how prophetic this website is? This was last updated on May seventeenth of twenty twenty one. Is that oh. we are recording this on May sixteenth. <laughs> It's only May 16th.
1: Well, that is, that just speaks to this prophet's, you know, ear to hear the voice of the Lord. He's oh projecting goodness. tomorrow's rapture. So I guess that means we can guarantee that the rapture won't happen tonight.
0: That's fair. Because at the very least. I feel like it would have been a much higher than 188. Well,
1: and at the very least, he is already seeing to tomorrow. So at the very least, right. today he is He could have let assured. us know. Yeah. Yep. So, so no rapture tonight, guys. Uh, rest easy. But tomorrow, we might get up to 189. We don't Actually, know. All-time high. We don't We um, don't know. Yeah. I think that some of the factors that are contributing is definitely things like the gas shortage. Yep. um, The Chick-fil-A sauce shortage. Oh,
0: absolutely. Listen, so, I mean, the Bible talks about, you know, facing trials and tribulations. Yeah. I don't know what's more of a tribulation in the life of a Christian than Chick-fil-A not being able to give you the amount of sauce that you require to dunk your nuggets in. If you're going to eat the Lord's chicken mm -hmm. and they're saying, we can't provide you with the sauce, Mm -hmm. that's God telling you, like i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming to i'm fix making this. i'm making this right yes
1: and and god will not
0: sit he's not gonna idly. stand for that
1: he's not gonna sit idly by you know he he's not gonna let that pass no uh, absolutely not th- this chick-fil-a sauce shortage that's going on right now if you don't know uh let me break the news to you uh, chick-fil-a is announcing that they can that they are they are running out of chick-fil-a sauce and there's not much uh, else to say beyond that. This is a heartbreaking activity, but it's also what God, you know, was praying us for. When Paul and when John and others in the Bible talked about persecution, they weren't talking about how they were getting crucified or no. thrown into coliseums to be eaten by lions. They were talking about 21st century American politics, obviously.
0: Right. And they had Chick-fil-A in mind. they like, Listen, these people can't even drive their cars mm-hmm. because, because Russia. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, has just, attacked them. Oh, that's actually another part on this. Russia so, is on the is on the list. Yeah, it's is listed as Gog.
1: Yeah, Gog, cover, yeah. or Gog and then in parentheses Russia, and right. Persia in parentheses Iran. It's interesting how they can understand that like Gog. That word, I also love liberalism. <laughs> yeah and it's out of five liberalism out of five i'm sorry oh my goodness and yeah not conservatism that's not on the list no it's not no but but, but liberalism Ooh, watch out that's a that, that's getting us closer to the rapture oh satanism
0: is only at a two right now so that's good
1: yeah 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 satanist come on guys step up we want to get to the rapture already so why are you only at a two here let's go you, you... put some work in yeah I mean, what happened? Well, you know, the 80s were all about Satan is attacking, and now now, where have you been? Yes. So, RaptureReady.com has this wonderful Photorama section where they have some great photo uh, uh, collections okay. and galleries. Yep. Um, this one is called the Mr. Antichrist's Evil Pageant.
0: <laughs> and uh, this is a collection... Wait, you won't get to see them in bathing suits, but if they win this contest, you might see them as the dictator of the world. Yep. <laughs> so... Right off the
1: bat, this is a collection of... uh, (laughs) (laughs) He can't even take this. This is a collection of anti... Hey, this is a Rapture Watch new segment. Pull it together, Brandon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: We are... My professionalism is gone. (laughs) Out. Out the window, down the drain.
1: Rapture Watch News, everyone, we are tracking the uh we are tracking several different Antichrist contenders to keep you up to date on if they are in fact the uh the Antichrist himself that John has warned us about. Number one on our now, list Now, of
0: course, but first, these are ongoing, this is an ongoing investigation, ongoing, investigation, ongoing yes. developments. Yes. All people are guilty until proven innocent yes, of being of the Antichrist. And we may have gotten um, it wrong
1: in the past. You know, at one time we have said that Ronald Reagan was the Antichrist. That's besides the point. And we, there's even people who said that Barney the Dinosaur was the Antichrist. It's called
0: Rapture Watch, okay? Yeah. There's not always a tornado when you're yes. under a tornado watch.
1: Exactly. But and, you and,
0: still have the responsibility mm-hmm. to report it. We've had,
1: honestly, we have uh, accused, the church, I mean, has accused more people of being the Antichrist than, well they've accused a lot of people yeah um and but but trust us this time yeah this time we're gonna get it we have- so we have uh eight different uh, contenders here number one is barack obama of course of course i don't know if anyone even to say anything about this yep. obviously he very well is, could be the anti. correct i mean it, it's obvious. democrat yep black what else color what else does a does a rapture ready christian need but you know to, to feel a little uncomfortable here
0: yeah so the second contestant Mm-hmm. Is uh, Vladimir Putin, mm-hmm. current leader of Russia, of course. Of course, there's there's a lot of things going there. Yes,
1: Russia, Russia. What else do you need?
0: Russia. Yeah. Um. Found out though, he is great at hockey. He really? scored like eight goals, I think, in like the Russia All Star game.
1: Did he score them, or were the other people's too? He scared? scored them. Okay, Joey. Okay, I'm just saying they could have been too scared to stop him. You know, but Joey, he is a guy.
0: savant All right. on the ice. All right, so that I mean, good at hockey from Russia. Well, qualified.
1: Vladimir Putin is not the only person from Russia. We also have Mikhail uh, Gorbachev, who was the leader of the USSR up until it's um, you know dissolving. Um, Now he is like ninety. But that does not give him a break. No. You could be 90. You know, if you take Revelation literally as it's intended to be taken,
0: Uh, it's meant
1: to be literal. It's not, you know, an an analogy or allegorical at all.
0: It's It's literally literally what's going to happen.
1: It says that the Antichrist will be shot in the head, but then will or will be shot with a wound. Um, Well, I guess it doesn't say shot. It just says he'll be wounded, but then live. So we prophetically understand that that means probably a gunshot. Now, Gorbachev has this mark on his forehead. Ooh, it could have been where he was like wounded, and mark then he came of the back. Beast too or it could on be on the Beast. Yeah, it could now be. We a checked lot his of hands. I mean, leader of Russia has a birthmark. What else do you need? Moving yep. on, we have Bill Gates. Now, Bill Gates. Uh, he gives
0: away way too much money. Yes. He is way too for things like vaccines.
1: Yes, absolutely. He has been working to remove or to defeat malaria. Right, and that sounds satanic.
0: That sounds against God. God gave the Earth malaria for a reason. <laughs> oh God.
1: So anyway, that that we won't have to get into all eight of them, but those are the contenders currently for the Antichrist. Please, uh, you
0: know, keep, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Like, Peace be care. on the know. Make sure you follow Rapture Watch, um, where we do our best to make sure that you're ready to go. Yeah, when and, he comes back.
1: Yes. Um, oh, another thing, real quick that I gotta show you is the te- is the letters that people have written and saved on the site for their left behind family members no to find. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So people have actually like written out full blown letters uh, for their left behind family to, to find where they can basically understand what's going on. Uh And honestly... Oh, no. So this one is really sad. I skimmed through a few of these. Look at this. There's so many of them. Oh, my God. I mean, there's things like talking to your family that you think is not going to make it to heaven. This
0: is crazy.
1: They suggest that you print out this letter and then stick it to your fridge. So that when your family comes to see if you're still around after the rapture happens, they'll find it. That
0: is so creepy.
1: This is creepy on a lot of levels. Um, this is sad. This is people who are seriously always thinking about this end of the world scenario and thinking that they're going to be leaving their family behind. And they're trying to prepare um, by leaving them these these notes. Um It's really – it almost feels cultish. It reminds me of, like, the Heaven's Gate (laughs) cult. Yeah. Where the people who killed themselves in that cult, they left notes behind explaining, like, you know, we're not crazy. We're just going up to be with with this UFO. Yeah. This is what that feels like.
0: like. Let me read part of this to you. Okay. Okay, so here's part of one of the letters. If you followed the instructions I gave you earlier, then you are reading this after the disappearance of millions of people from Earth. The fact that you're reading this means that you are still here. You did not disappear. I am sure that you are scared and don't know what's going on right now. The world must be in total chaos. With the disappearance of millions, there will be a lot of car and plane crashes, lots of accidents from workers disappearing on the job. All of the little children are gone, and I have disappeared as well. Do not bother looking for me. I am gone. Yikes. This is wild.
1: We will do a whole episode about the rapture later, um, but for now, we are going to go ahead and just let you know, be prepared.
0: Yeah. And it's... be scared.
1: Be terrified. Cause it's yeah. All right. Wow. Then. Should we go ahead
0: and move on? Yeah. Let's, let's let's do it.
1: Okay, Brandon, why don't you tell them what we wanted to talk about Y'all,
0: today? Y'all, I'm so excited about this. Today, we are talking about a hot topic.
1: Yes. The store. We're talking about Hot Topic, the store. Yeah, we're
0: talking about Hot Topic and the demonic influences of shopping and capitalism in America.
1: Yes, and skinny jeans and Nintendo wristbands. That's what I used to know about Hot Topic.
0: Yeah. Good times. We're not talking about Hot Topic. I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about creationism. Whoa. Whoa. The first thing that I ever got called a heretic for. It's awesome. So I I love, absolutely. I love the topic of creationism because it kind of highlights one of my biggest issues of why I didn't want to go to church to begin with. Um, It's, it's such a non issue when you actually think about it, but we have like the church has made it such a big problem Mm -hmm. and it's ridiculous because so a lot of, so creationism quick TLDR. I'm sure a lot of people watching it knows what creationism is, but if you don't, is the idea that God literally created the earth mm-hmm. in seven literal days. God literally drew man out of the dirt, literally breathed life into him. That's how man was created. It's so just it's the basically idea literalism of taken to an extreme. Yeah. It's literalism taken to its logical end in regards to how the earth and the universe came to be. Um, yeah. It's, it's wild though.
1: Yes, and and it is something that people are deconstructing over because it teaches you to basically throw out all experts. Right. You know, when, when you believe, when you take Genesis literally, which, you know, we don't believe that Genesis is meant to be taken literally. No. We don't believe that that's what it was intended to be. Um, but when you take it literally, you're stripping it from its context, from its culture, and you're forcing it to be something that it's not, which is a science
0: book. And to me, it's it even strips away the beauty of Genesis. Yes, absolutely. Because in Genesis, there is a lot, a lot of genocide. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of God telling people to go kill entire cultures, yeah. of God literally drowning the entire population minus, what, seven people? Give or take, yeah. And, like, that is that is not the picture of God painted in Jesus, mm-hmm. and that's not the picture of God that's supposed to be painted through Genesis.
1: And those stories aren't really meant to show us who God is right now. They're meant right. to show us what man thought that God was. Right. Until they had the clear revelation of who God is in Jesus.
0: And shows, like... If we don't take, if we take it more of how it was written, Mm -hmm. like in the audience that it was written for, it paints such a more beautiful picture of God and his intentions for humanity than a literal reading of it.
1: And and frankly, what we're doing when we teach Bible literalism and creationism is we are setting up people to deconstruct. My deconstruction started with creationism. I'm kind of ashamed to say I wish it had started with more social issues that I'm passionate about, you know, to show that I had some empathy. Sure. But you got to start somewhere. For me, it started in 2014. Uh, Real briefly, I'll tell you, I was a youth pastor in 2014, and that was the same year that Neil deGrasse Tyson— I didn't tell this in the podcast before, did I? No, okay. I
0: don't know that I've heard the story. Okay,
1: so in that case, so Neil deGrasse Tyson launched his show Cosmos in that year, and I was really excited to watch it because I just wanted to learn about space. I I didn't know it would teach me about evolution. Sure. But as a youth pastor, I got my first education ever in in uh, uh, evolution.
0: That's, that's crazy to me.
1: I know. I was an adult, and, and that's when I first learned about it. Because as a kid, in science classes, when they would teach about evolution, I was taught to ignore it and to just pretend, like, just uh, basically sit back all, you know, like, arrogant. Because I like... had all the answers. Right. And the scientists just didn't know what they were talking about. And I remember I even flunked a, a test once about evolution because for every question, I just wrote Bible verses. And because I, I was like protesting, Dude,
0: sticking it to the man.
1: Yeah, and my family was proud. They I were bet very they proud were. of me. Um. So, but the point is, I, so I get up. To, I'm watching uh, uh, Cosmos, and he's talking about evolution, and it's just making sense. I'm like, yeah, uh oh. <laughs> this that isn't made good. sense Now what do I do <laughs> And and it became this like secret sin I was like afraid to tell anyone That sure. I was watching Cosmos and getting into it I would like do a youth I would do the youth group I would preach a sermon And then we would race back home to watch Cosmos, to watch
0: Cosmos. And I would
1: feel like I was like sinning Like oh no they yeah. can't know the pastor <laughs> can't know that I'm learning about evolution They can never <laughs> find out <laughs> yeah. Like draw the curtains <laughs> 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 So I learned about it And, and, and I had this realization that it, it, basically if creationism is real then i have to believe that all scientists are either wrong or worse than that they're out to get me Ooh. and they're like trying to to they're being satanic and right. trying to destroy yeah. me and so it, it creates in you this this hatred and this this resistance to expert opinion right Yeah. and that's why i think we have so many Christian conspiracy theorists today is because we have trained Christians to ignore expert advice and yeah. expert opinion. That's why we have Christians who are still terrified of things like vaccines. Right. Because they're so skeptical of anyone who comes at it with a scientific expertise. Yeah. Um, Valerie, my wife had the same exact like deconstructed moment here in, in Knoxville. We went to a museum. This was like three years later after I had watched Cosmos and we went to a Uh, um, Museum And she saw some fossils And she was like Wait a second This says it was Millions of years old And I was like Yeah She's like That's older than 6,000 Yeah (laughs) And I was like Yeah Yeah. The earth is older than 6,000 And just right there At this this museum Her mind was blown Yeah Oh and my like, point is, if, sorry. I'll, my point is, if we're setting up a theology that leads people to destruction, to deconstruction, if they just simply watch a Neil deGrasse Tyson show, then maybe that theology is is wrong. Not maybe as it's strong
0: weak. as we think it is. Yeah,
1: if a PBS documentary can lead you to questioning your faith, then maybe we're not teaching right.
0: Right. Yeah. One hundred percent. Like, it's and like the funny thing to me is how how. Uh, violently Christians have tried to protect creationism mm-hmm. because they, there's such a false equivalency in it where they're like, if you don't believe that Genesis is literal, then you don't believe any of the Bible.
1: Exactly. That drives and me it's crazy. such
0: like, it is such an acceleration of yes. like, it, it is an escalation
1: mm-hmm.
0: like on a biblical scale. It, re- <laughs>
1: it really is. And there's some, and, and on top of how it sets us up to fail, and how and how we we demonize people who aren't creationists right. by saying you don't believe in the whole Bible, which is not true. Right. Um, on top of that, it's also really funny. It is. I also want to see if you can flip through this Ooh. and just see what you can find. Ooh. My TikTokers might recognize this. This is one of my very first uh, my, uh, TikToks where I go into this book. Um, it's a it's the Mysteries of Creation. Unlocking. The Unlocking Mysteries of Creation. This. Go ahead and flip through that. While you're looking, I'm going to tell them something about one of the things. In this there. is
0: volume one. Are, is there more than one volume of this?
1: I have other creationist books, but I don't have any other volumes of that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So... And we even have a Ken Handbook over there you can look at nice. if you're interested. Let us know what you find. But, real quick, I'm going to just tell you one thing that's in here that I love. If you take Genesis literally, it describes a dome firmament that covers the earth. So, Genesis 1. <laughs> found some good stuff yeah I'm
0: sorry lead. sorry the, the picture of the dinosaur the dinosaur fossil saying no admission into the yeah into like, the carbon dating yeah into the carbon lab. dating lab yeah uh, there's
1: lots of wonderful comics in there so there's a dome firmament that covers the earth and genesis 1 des- and, 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 and the creation story in genesis describes how god separated the waters above from the waters below so the problem is there aren't we know now there's no water above us. Right. What they were thinking was that when they looked up and saw the blue sky, they thought that that was more water and that the only thing that was keeping it from falling down on us was a see-through dome called a firmament. They described the earth having corners. They say from the corners of the earth. That's because they believed it was flat. They described the earth having foundations. You see you'll find verses talking about the foundations of the earth. That was that was what they really believed was that there were things holding up the the earth. But anyway, so they believe that there's this dome and that Uh, There are windows in it that open to allow rain to fall, and what this was saying was that um, it is scientifically okay for us to believe that there was a vapor canopy covering the earth. The explanation, I think I should just flip past the page of it, the explanation for that, of how there's a vapor canopy that, covered, that surrounded the Earth of the waters above, was it was just like Venus. Ah. There's no problems with that, is there, Brandon? No. So they say, oh, well, that, wow. that's perfectly fine. <laughs> wow, That makes scientific sense. The Earth was like Venus, because Venus has a vapor canopy around it. The problem with that is that... If Venus Earth... has no
0: life on it.
1: Yeah, why do you think that is? Okay, that's your answer? Oh, oh, no, 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 it's okay. Earth was like Venus. Well, gee, there's no life on Venus, so I'm not sure if that really helps you if the earth was like venus and had a vapor canopy like venus has it would be life on earth would be constantly at the boiling point correct people would be like broiled boiled alive on earth and, and uh it would be and and the oxygen would be completely toxic to breathe it would be impossible to live but that's their ace in the whole answer for like venus. that's that's how it works we're just like venus okay you flip through it what do you think
0: uh, it's something. It's something. Hold on, <laughs> Wait, I want to see if I can find that A that lot of thing that I had my finger on.
1: The thing that frustrates me is that when we believe in creationism and, and Bible literalism, we're telling people to turn their brains off. We're telling them to not use what God gave us, which is our ability to think and, and to process this information. Right. And, and it's all because of something that we gain nothing from. The church has nothing to gain from a young earth model. And we have nothing to lose by embracing what scientists say about the Earth.
0: Yeah. That's what annoys me about the problem is is we just have to be right. Yeah. Like, like that's all this boils down to is, like, a weird fixation on being right and everybody else being wrong that disagrees with us. Yeah, exactly. So it's like... It it really doesn't matter. We're not like calling into question the lordship of Jesus. We're not calling into question like, you know, the reality of Jesus coming and dying on earth. Like like we that's not something that we're questioning. Right. But they make it that issue for some reason. Mm-hmm. So but like okay, so here's here's a little here's yeah. a little excerpt from Unlocking the Mysteries of Creation. All right, let's go. Talking about evolution and the magic factor.
1: The magic factor <laughs>
0: Evolutionary ideas require a lot of time. So we're going to proceed down. Just that that sets up the uh, where we're going here.
1: It requires a lot of
0: time. Okay. Suppose you're a high school student assigned okay. to write a term paper for your biology teacher. Okay. Imagine the look on his face if you propose to elucidate on the theory that the modern man evolved from a single-celled amoeba in just two seconds. Hmm. Ridiculous, he would say, and rightfully so. Yeah. That's but you are determined to come up with something new and scientific. Scientifically stimulating. Okay. So you think a while, and you return with a new idea. A new idea. Okay. How about the idea that man evolved from an amoeba in two billion years, you ask? Okay. With a wry smile on his face, your teacher smugly tells you, now you've got the right idea. Do you see what happened? Simply give it billions of years, and the ridiculous becomes acceptable.
1: Yes. What's the problem with that? What? But- that 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 sound. They said, "See what happens." Boom. ace in the hole. They said, "See what happens." I'm thinking, the teacher taught something. What, what, what am I supposed to be outraged with? About? A wry
0: smile. With oh, it <laughs> says smugly. I don't understand. Now you get.
1: You it. see the you see the
0: hatred for academia. It's
1: it's <laughs> you yeah. see you see the hatred for any further the knowledge. Let me go ahead, keep going. But let me show you something. Else, now,
0: so, I'm, I kind of want to break down. Why Why creationism doesn't matter while we're talking, while Joey's looking for that. Yeah. And the reason being is God wasn't trying to tell the story, or Moses wasn't trying to tell the story, of how God created the earth in Genesis. Right. He just wasn't. So he was actually taking a very commonly accepted version of how the earth was created. A version that the people originally reading Genesis would have understood. Exactly. He, so, was, he
1: was speaking their language.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of ancient Near Eastern literature that tells the exact same creation story with with some you know adjustments on there. So uh one of the main ones is they are the earth was created by the gods, right? And humans were made in the god's image, but they were made to serve those gods.
1: Right.
0: And just literally to be playthings of the gods. So Moses is saying. Hey, you were created, the earth was created by God. You were drawn out of the dirt by God. But instead of you being a slave and a plaything of the gods, you were made in his image Mm -hmm. and he wants to dwell with you. The story that Genesis is telling is it's taking this idea of God's creating the earth and assigning it to Yahweh, the one true God, and saying your intentions and your purposes aren't just to be slaves. Your intentions for creation is to dwell with God.
1: Exactly. And and, not, and and I think that God also wants us to go further in knowledge. Yeah. You know, he wants us to understand more of, he wants us to truly unlock the mysteries of creation. Right, And, and when we reject scientific advancements, we are rejecting that further knowledge that we could have about God. Right. Because we think, we basically think that scientific advancement hurts God. But if, if, if the only way that that happens is if you just have a God of the gap scenario, right you know a God of the gaps is where basically. I don't know how this works. I don't have the understanding of how this scientific thing happens. So, therefore, God did it. Right. So, wherever there's a gap in my knowledge, that's where I stick God. The problem with that is that every time you learn something new, that gap shrinks and therefore and God, God shrinks. gets smaller. God gets smaller. So, creationists are so firm on not giving up creationism because they don't want their God to shrink. Right. Yep. But if you embrace what you're describing of understanding that God was not trying to tell us a literal history of literal science,
0: he doesn't have to be that god.
1: Of the he doesn't cat. have to. He doesn't have to shrink. Right. So here's some pictures I just wanted to show you uh, to, to paint the picture for you of how much we hate man's knowledge, <laughs> how it's nothing compared to God's word. Over here we have a man bowing down to a statue of our, our god, our god, knowledge and science that we're worshiping science, and he's he's oh, happily geez. bowing. And then over here we have this really angry guy who's upset about this dude. He's asking about about. Atoms. Are Adam's eternal? Yeah, uh, and look at this theory of evolution, all with like a, a you know, poisonous v- cloud yeah. coming out. It, it's just more points that we are so scared of going deeper because we think we're losing something. For no reason, God will shrink.
0: Yeah, and it's it, it's really unfounded fears, mm-hmm. and so because whenever we take all of the Bible, all of the Bible literally, we're not assigning to it the respect that it deserves. Right. Like I love the Bible and I want to read the Bible in a more true way. So the Bible can do in me what the Bible is intended to do. Yeah. And so the Bible isn't intended to strike fear into the hearts of people. And that's something that we've got to stop like pushing on the culture is, you know, if you read the Bible and you're scared good because that means God's talking to you. No, it says God is a comforter. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's the prince of peace. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, he is never coming to strike fear into people. Jesus didn't come to scare people into following God. Jesus came to show people the love of God yeah. that leads men to repentance. Exactly. And so whenever we read things like Noah's Ark as a literal telling that God was so cosmically pissed off mm-hmm. that he had to kill every single thing on the face of the planet. Yeah. He becomes a murderous monster. Yeah. But But if we can take a pause and say, even if it wasn't a literal flood, what God is trying to communicate and what they're trying to communicate through the story is that God is willing to do whatever he has to do to purge his creation from the thing that's destroying it. Yeah. We go from a monstrous God to a God that is willing to go to any length.
1: And then if you take a, you keep a Jesus focus on it, where you understand that Jesus is then the completion of this narrative, Right, where he then cleanses the earth, but this time not through waters or, or through wrath, but through his own sacrifice and his through own blood, blood. Yeah, That sin is finally defeated once and for all, because in the story of Noah's Ark, You know, that attempt, I guess you could say, to defeat sin honestly fails. Yeah. Because immediately afterwards, Noah gets... Noah falls. He falls. He goes right back into sin. Yep. So it immediately fails. But Jesus is the culmination of that arc of... The the story is about God's desire to rid the world of evil. Right. Which Jesus comes to satisfies. And, And these more... Jesus focused understands these spiritual readings of the Bible free us from this deconstruction path uh, into, uh, where we, we freak out over a PBS documentary. Right. You know, I, I was explaining one time to someone, they asked, Why don't you believe that the earth is 6,000 years old? And I really quickly just explained, Well, there are stars that are more than 6,000 light years away. And yet we can see them. Right. If a star is a billion light years away and we can see it, that's because it took a billion years for that light to reach us. Right. So the fact that we can see it proves that the universe has to be at least that old. Right. And I try to explain it to them, and they just hit me back with, you're using man's knowledge, and you need to trust the word of God. They said couldn't have God created the world and just warped that light here immediately. Why, though? But why? Is God trying to fool us? Another person said... You know, if you cut off a tree and you count the rings, that tells you, oh, this tree is 100 years old. But isn't it possible that when God made the Garden of Eden— Oh, the appearance of age thing? He, to the appearance yeah. of age, where he made a tree that already looked that old. My question is, why would he do that? The Bible says God is not the author of confusion. Now he's trying to trick us? Right. You know, these same people say that fossils were put on the earth to fool us. You know, that fossils that show an evolutionary line that that was put on the earth to test us, to fool us. I don't it's see such an God... interesting
0: argument because like there's no need for it. and there's also no biblical backing to it. And there's like no... there's literally nothing in the Bible that would insinuate that that is what happened exactly. And there's nothing to gain
1: from this understanding either. right. There's nothing that we we gain from this idea that God wants to trick us. That God literally killed everyone. Yep. <laughs> you know, and there's just, we don't we don't grow from that. All we do, and I know I've said this a million times, but it's so true, is we set people up to question and doubt, which questioning is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Right. But we, we then supply them with bad answers. And when you have a questioning Christian that gets fed bad answers, eventually that Christian gives up. Yeah. And honestly, with the answers that are given, I don't blame them.
0: Yeah. And and again, like, if we can read the Bible in a more true way, it really takes, I mean, it, it becomes such a beautiful story that is all connected. Because you look at something like the flood in Genesis, or you look at the Red Sea being parted in Exodus. Yeah. And when you look at these things literally, it looks like God is literally just killing thousands, if yeah. not millions of people yeah. for no reason. But you look at what God did in those things, and he took something like water— and he cleansed the earth with water. Yeah. And he cleansed Israel of its pursuers and of its enemies with water. And then you look at Jesus whenever he's on the cross and it says he's stabbed and out of his side poured blood and water. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of times we like, you know, we talk about how, you know, whenever a woman's giving birth, she bleeds you know, there's blood and water, and it's the birthing of the you know, that's the birthing of the church and all that. But you also have to look at what the people at Jesus' crucifixion and those Jews would have thought whenever they see blood and water coming out of his side they're thinking to themselves God uses water to cleanse us from our sins. He did it with the flood. He did it with the Egyptians in the Red Sea. Yes. And now Jesus is being crucified saying that I am God. Yes. And now there's water pouring out of his side Absolutely. as and an image of I'm doing the exact same thing that I've done before, yes. but this is the last time I'm going to have to do it.
1: And the blood representing the sacraments, yeah. representing, representing the blood, the, uh, the, 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 you know communion table, right? Of, of coming together, you know that's what the early church fathers understood, right? Brian Zond recently did a sermon about this, where he un- he unpacked what that blood and water coming the side means, yep. and he explains what you just said, and said basically a Bible literalist view strips all of that beauty from that story and says, oh, well, let's find the medical explanation. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. what kind of organ failure might have been going on? What kind of you know shutting down of his body would cause to water to flow out? Let's do a, a C I Jerusalem here and try to figure out why. Yeah. But that literalist view is stripping away the deeper truths and the spiritual realities that, that you just laid out.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, if we want to look at creationism and we want to look at Genesis, we have to look at the systems that God has in place for things. So if you look throughout the Old Testament and there are several tabernacles that are built and god always gives very specific instructions as to how those things are built and so we look at moses and moses gives a incredible example of how the earth was made first this then this then this then this first you know the form was created water water was split the lights all this and then the very last thing god does is he puts man on the earth yeah and so it is very common knowledge to the people in the culture of the Jews that whenever God was building temples, wow. they would put their image in the temple as the last item. Mm, that's interesting. So Moses telling the story of God created the earth yeah. and then put you in it and literally says, let us make man in our image Yeah, is very much the story in mm. the, uh, the imagery of a tabernacle being created. Yes. And a tabernacle is always where God's intervened with man
1: and and remember that that tabernacle idea is repeated in jesus right because when john sees jesus he describes him in that same wording as saying god is among us god is with us right he's basically saying this that jesus is this new tabernacle yeah because the tabernacle is their place to come together with god again now jesus is embodying embodying that yeah so uh, again That's why it's important to understand a spiritual explanation, not just a literal one. Yeah. And and hearkening back to our rapture, you know, segment earlier, this will also free you from that. Not only will you be free from the, you know, denying science and scratching your head over things like why stars are far away, but you'll also be free from things like the rapture if you get away from Bible literalism and let it be what it was meant to be.
0: Yeah. We want to give a quick shout out. To two of our newest members of our Patreon and our youth group teen level, uh, Breanne and Mikey Boy, thank you guys so much for your support on Patreon. If you are interested, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash allthingsreconsidered. Uh, the base level gets you in our Discord server. We talk about the episodes as they come out. Have a great time in that Discord chat. You know, just hanging out with everybody. Uh, me and Joey are in there often. And we
1: have lots of tiers. We have we have VB, uh, Vacation Bible School Kid, uh, Youth Group Teen, and then up to Campus Crusader. And then from there, we even have Rapture Ready, which now that you've seen a Rapture Watch, you're ready for that. Oh, yeah. And all the way up to Millennial Rain. Um, lots of fun stuff, including the Book Club, which we launched a couple episodes ago. Uh, so if we're going to be going over uh, a book every so often in that club and if you're a patron you get to be a part of that yep right now we're doing um faith unraveled by rachel held evans and uh we're gonna so have good. a fun time talking about that in a live stream with our patrons
0: yeah so make sure you check out our patreon patreon.com slash all things reconsidered to make sure that you're in on that action it's gonna be good fun. yes and guys uh please help us
1: out by sharing the video if you liked it and uh thank you so much
0: make sure you subscribe like comment and we will see you guys next week